Here's the thing about new Cherry Vanilla Coke. Though Cherry's named first, all the flavors taste just as great. I mean, it could have just as easily been Vanilla Cherry Coke, or it could have been Coke Cherry Vanilla. And since it's two amazing flavors of Coke, it might have been Coke Vanilla Cherry Coke or Cherry Vanilla Coke Coke. Mm-hmm. Unless you're in France, which would make it Le Coke de la Vanilla de la Cherry de la Creme. New Cherry Vanilla Coke, so good together. And New Cherry Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar, same great taste, zero sugar. Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hour number two here, Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. Trent Condon. Solo edition today. Jimmy B out and about. He'll be back with us next week, though. I believe on Tuesday we'll get to hear from Mr. Brinson out on the road at that time. Until then, you, me, and some great guests, including our next one. He is Joe Iello. View from the bleachers as he joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Joe, what's happening? Hey, Trent. How are you? Can't complain. Excited for uh, the second half of the baseball season to get going tonight. Uh, a lot to talk, certainly, about in the realm of the Cubs. And we got to start with the news of the day from yesterday. Jose Quintana making the move north with the Cubs. Uh, your thoughts on the trade just on the surface as you looked at it and, and first heard about that yesterday? Yeah, I was uh, I was driving to a meeting when I first got the notice, and I actually got a, a message on my cell phone from a coworker, and then really within about five seconds I got the email from the Cubs media relations department as well. And I was a little surprised. I hadn't, you know, we had been hearing rumors about Kyle Schwarber for Michael Fulmer, and that was kind of the, the rumor I kept hearing. And then all of a sudden to see Quintana, it was really a deal that I just didn't really see the Cubs making just because it was with the White Sox, and I just didn't see them making a deal like that. But uh, it, it definitely caught me by surprise. So what they gave up, uh, start with Jimenez, a guy that has been uh, talked about a lot. A lot of people also kind of wondering where he was going to fit as you look deeper into the future with the Cubs organization and what they uh, have out there in terms of outfielders, give it up Jimenez. Was that a part of it, a component that also added to the surprise? Um, no, I think I, I kind of expected to give up Eloy. I mean, you kind of knew that you had to give up talent to get talent, and if we were going to get an, an upper-tier type of starting pitcher, you knew that either he had to go or somebody off the major league roster, like one of the middle infielders, you know, whether it would be Baez or Russell or somebody like Schwarber, one of those four was going to have to go. And, um, you know, I kind of felt like Eloy would be the name, Eloy or, or, or Schwarber. And I just think Schwarber's value is at its lowest right now. So Eloy made sense. What what disappointed me was to see Dylan Cease in the trade. Um, you know, I, I wasn't worried about Matt Rose. You know, those other guys were, were basically non-top-30 non, uh, type guys. But seeing Cease in the deal was kind of discouraging to me. So uh, a guy in an arm in there that, that certainly hurts. Well, a top 100 guy for baseball perspectives, what he's looked at. Still pretty young, though, and that's the thing with prospects. They certainly don't all pan out, but it's kind of it's not like children. But you have some that you grow fond of, that you're favorite of, and, and that's always the, the case with prospects as well. So sounds like, Joe, that was one that was on your list, your like list. Well, my, my issue is when you look at, and it's not just Theo and Jed, it's, it's really the Cubs organization in general, they don't tend to develop pitchers for their rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you look over the last 20 years or so, the guys that we've developed, Kerry Wood as a starter and, um, you know, Mark Pryor, those are some names. 
But beyond that, really, what are what are the guys that we've developed and come out of our system that have made lasting impacts in our rotation? That's really about it. You know, even Kyle Hendricks, yeah, he came up from the system, but he was traded for. And so you look at Dylan Cease, who was just mowing people down. He's still got some some things to learn, but I could easily see him in AAA before the end of next year. And, and I think that that was a guy that could be an upper end of the rotation type arm. I was very surprised to see him be in the deal. Um, you know, but again, sometimes I think on the surface we look at things and we say that's too much to give up. But what we don't see is the other side of the conversation. We don't see what other teams are asking for. And it could be that this was the going rate for somebody like, you know, Jose Quintana or Michael Fulmer or Sonny Gray on those guys. And they were getting the same answer from everybody. So eventually you pull the trigger on the guy that you like. You know, Joe, uh, there's been grumblings about Joe Madden throughout the first half, and that's going to come with a disappointing run for, for any baseball team. The manager is an easy place for a lot of people to point fingers here. Is it just some misguided fans, or is there something going on with Madden that, that seems off different than, than what we've seen in the past, and especially last year where it seemed like seemingly every time he was pushing the right button? Yeah, I, don't, I think it's just fans get hungry. Uh, you know, we saw when... The team was good back in 98 or when the team was good in 2003 and, and missed expectations. Fans get hungry. They all of a sudden just, they just expect better. And I think when things are going well, having a magician in the clubhouse or having a, a tiger come to the, to the ballpark is all fun and it's exciting and it's, and it's goofy and off the wall. When things are not going well, then all of a sudden those things are, are cute and gimmicky and suddenly you start to question. So... You can't have it both ways. I'm a Joe Madden supporter. I think that he brings an air of, of uh, relaxation and, and ease to the clubhouse. And ultimately, it's on the players to perform. And when you look up and down that roster right now, there's not really a guy on the roster that is outperforming what he did last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can't really count Ian Happ because he wasn't up last year. So outside of Ian Happ, there's really not a guy that's outperforming his 2016 performance and when you don't have that, there's really nothing to expect but mediocrity. It, it was incredible, Joe, when, it, when I was going through and putting my uh, casting my vote in the final vote for the last player to get in the All-Star game. You know, Bryant got off to a real solid start at the beginning of the year. The story for that first month was the struggles of Rizzo, and then he's turned it on. But I didn't realize until that point that Chris Bryant, I believe it was something like he had had 33 RBI or something when the votes were coming down for that final vote here. That's just a shocking number, a guy that you look at the other numbers, uh, they're down a touch, they're down a little bit, but, but 38 RBI as it sits right now after the All-Star break, I don't think anybody could envision that for Bryant. No, and I think what that is is that's evidence for all the people that are going to harp on people looking at, at stats like RBIs and things like that, that they're very much contingent on the rest of the players. Mm-hmm. It's not a good metric for evaluating individual performance. If guys are getting on ahead of you, you're going to have more opportunities. You're naturally going to drive in more runs. But for Chris Bryant and the rest of this offense, that's just not happening. Guys are not getting on base. Guys are not hitting well when, when guys are on base. And it's just, it is what it is. Um, I think this deal came at a really good time, regardless of it was Quintana or, or Sonny Gray or any of these guys. This is the perfect time to make the deal. Not waiting until July 31st, but right before you get out of the gate to where hopefully that re-energizes the clubhouse, to where now the break has been there. The main guys got some time off, and now hopefully they come back out and say, all right, guys, 
you know, we, we need to kick it into gear now. We've got a couple more months, and we need to play like we need to play. Otherwise, we could be watching October. So, Joe, they uh, went out, put Lackey on the DL. It wasn't any, I mean, yes, he has an injury, but it was more they didn't need a fifth starter for a while. They could kind of play around with things with the all-star break. That's all well and good. What can you tell us about Kyle Hendricks working his way back? Never a guy that was a hard thrower, but even velocity down a little bit from what it was even a year ago. That's concerning for a guy that just doesn't check it up there very hard. As he works his way back, Kyle Hendricks, how big is the concern that that was just a crazy one-year blip and Kyle Hendricks will be back to kind of what people expect him to be? Well, I don't think he's going to be the kind of guy that we saw last year. I don't think he's a he's a guy that's going to blow guys away. You know, he's not considered a high strikeout guy, but he gets guys to swing and miss just because he changes speed so well. So I don't think you're going to see him compete for the ERA title or anything like that. You know, people are so quick to compare him to Greg Maddox and, and, and just look at him as this potential Hall of Fame pitcher just because he has similar styles to somebody like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I don't see that he would be anything. I don't look at him and, and see a, a one or a, even potentially a two. I, I kind of see um, him as either a low-end two or a high-end three, and unfortunately that's the way I see Jake right now as well. So when you got Lester in there as probably a mid-tier one, and then you kind of have two low tier two upper tier threes. It's kind of you know it is what it is. We we thought that we had three ones at one point last year, and now we're learning that maybe we don't quite have that. Yeah, it's uh, another question that's out there in a report from earlier today. I saw John Morrissey was talking about the the Cubs not being done, and not just done in terms of making moves, but in terms of starting pitching. Sonny Gray. Uh, the name that's been bandied about a lot today. Do you like the fit? And it sounds like they'd have to give up maybe a little bit more than even they gave up for Quintana. That would be concerning if that's the truth. Yeah, I don't know what all you're going to give up at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm getting to the point where I might be okay giving up Schwarber, but again, his his value is so low at this point. I don't know really what that gives you unless you've got somebody that's just a huge believer in what he can do. And so beyond Eloy, I mean, there's there's guys like Hap, there's guys like Russell and Baez. But again, I don't know that you want to mess with the major league team if you can avoid it uh, and kind of mess with some of that as much as you can. So ultimately, I think what we'll see is I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them take a chance on somebody like Jason or uh, Justin Verlander, okay. you know, maybe an older starting pitcher where the cost wouldn't be as high or perhaps a guy coming off an expiring deal you know, on an expiring deal where they can bring in a rental now that they've gotten somebody like Quintana to, to meet the future. But ultimately, when you look at the team that you have now with Lester and Hendricks and Arietta and Quintana, there's really not a whole lot of room for somebody because you're not going to, if you bring in somebody now and everybody's healthy, who goes to the bullpen? It's not John Lackey. John Lackey's not going to pitch out of the bullpen. He's, he's earned that right to be in the, in the rotation. So, that's the part that I think you're going to run into is unless there's an injury, I don't know that you can really add a starter and not have some sort of a, an issue from a, um, from a space standpoint with the starting pitching. Last year, John Lester was incredibly good. That has not been the case this year. Uh, a guy that is now 33 years old, he's got a lot of miles. I looked at it just the other day. He's over, I believe, 2,100 innings pitched in his major league career. Uh, this is a guy that is getting up there, 
we knew that this probably was going to be a contract that at the back end of it doesn't look real good. But right now, how concerned are you for the here and now, for 2017 and what they can still get out of John Lester? I'm not concerned. I think that, uh, you know, I think he's underperformed this year like the rest of the, the rotation and the rest of the team. But I still consider John Lester a big game pitcher. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he, he was a workhorse and he was just a huge part of the reason why we won this World Series last year. So I have a lot of confidence still in John Lester. I think the, um, the issues with him throwing over to first base seem to have kind of gone away a little bit, especially after he picked somebody off. Uh, so I think, I think John Lester still has plenty in the tank. I, I wouldn't start to see him. I would guess that you wouldn't see some decline from him for the next two years or so. So at the top, sitting five and a half games back, it is the Milwaukee Brewers, just like we all had in the preseason, right, Joe? We all had the Brewers in first place at the All-Star break, but here we are, and they don't show any signs of slowing down. You go through that lineup, you know, the young guys are raking, the guys you know that maybe weren't uber prospects, but guys that they hope could be good, I think have been better than anticipated. You got some veteran presence, and they say they're open for business to probably help out that rotation. Milwaukee, how good is this team? And I know there are plenty of Cub fans that I've talked to, Joe, that said, oh, it'll be fine. We're, we'll go on a run. We'll catch Milwaukee. No big deal. Are there too many people dismissive of this Milwaukee squad? I think they're dismissive of them, but I think that Milwaukee is definitely going to be good. I think that they're kind of similar to what the Cubs were the year before we that we won the World Series, where nobody really expected them to be there the year that they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, We expected last year to be the year that we kind of made a run at things, and the year before that was kind of, hey, you're a little bit ahead of schedule. I think that that's kind of where the Brewers sit right now, is they're just a little bit ahead of schedule. So it'll be interesting to see what they do before the deadline, if they go out and add an arm or if they kind of stand packed knowing that they're a little ahead of schedule. You know, we saw that with the Cubs the year before. They didn't really do a whole lot the year that they were ahead of schedule just because they didn't need to and and kind of did a little bit more this past deadline. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what the the Brewers do. I, I don't think that they're going away, but, again, when you look at them, they're not that good overall. The division is not very good. Sure. So, you know, you make a big deal and you say, yeah, they're, they're in first place by like five and a half, six games. But, again, that's because the rest of the division has been terrible. So uh, if the Cubs would just play anywhere near what they have the potential to play with, I don't see the division to be really difficult to win it. It's just the more you fall behind and the more you continue to play mediocre baseball, you eventually dig yourself a hole where the Brewers win this division just by default because they play 85-win baseball. Yeah, yeah, and... You know, the way it goes, people are waiting for that one big run. But what if there's a real bad run? We haven't seen anything like that. But, you know, if there's a case where you lose 10 out of 12 and Milwaukee even just keeps kind of humming around at the level that you are, you've dug yourself such a deep hole at this point where you're not going to be able to get out of it. And I think that's the part that maybe some people are missing out there. It's not just the Cubs, but on the other side, the Brewers. They, they could have a hot streak where they run out 9 out of 10 and you've dug yourself that hole, that that is concerning. It's going to be a fun race, though. I, I don't think that the Cubs are going away. I don't think Milwaukee's going to run away with this one. I have a feeling we're going to have some tight baseball come September. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting. I think this month in particular, the remainder of this month, is going to be very, very key for the Cubs. You know, they, they get started against the Orioles, and then they've got some easier games. I mean, you face the, the Braves. The Braves are not a very good team. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals are not a very good team. The White Sox now, especially with the trading of Quintana, are not a very good team. And then you finish it off the month with in Milwaukee. So I think this month is going to be a really, really interesting couple of weeks 
to see where we stand at you know at the deadline. Joe Aiello, view from the bleachers. Joe, as always, it's great catching up with you. Appreciate you giving some time on a Friday here. Hot summer months in baseball comes back starting tonight with Baltimore. You have a good time, Joe. We'll talk again soon. All right. Take care, Trent. Thank you. Joe Aiello, follow him on Twitter at VFTB. View from the bleachers. Easy enough, right? Great Cubs conversation over there. And the website, View from the Bleachers. Dot com. We'll take a timeout. More gambling talk. Sure. Why not? I got some picks for tonight. I got some picks for the rest of the season. I got futures picks. I got everything. It's Friday fun. That's what we do. Coming up next with more on the Big Talker 1700 from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Trust. Quality. Value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. With the turning of another calendar year, you hear dealers offering savings on this and special financing on that. This is Tom with Bob and Joe's RV Center in Guthrie Center. Since we offer exciting deals all year long, we thought we'd offer you, the RV owner, one better than the other guys. When you purchase a new RV from Bob and Joe's RV Center, you get RV warranty forever at no cost to you. A real warranty for as long as you own your RV. RV warranty forever will pay for all repairs to the covered components of your RV for as long as you own your RV. Bob and Joe's RV Center is so confident in their inventory that they've offered a lifetime warranty on every new and qualified pre-owned RV at no cost to you. To top that all off, Bob and Joe's RV Center is an exclusive RV warranty forever dealer in the state of Iowa. Get a quality RV at a great price from Bob and Joe's RV Center and Guthrie Center and get a true peace of mind forever. Browse and purchase with confidence at BobandJoe'sRV.com. Every great vacation starts somewhere. Start yours at Bob and Joe's RV Center in Guthrie Center with RV warranty forever. Do you have building projects to be done around the house? My husband and I are going through quite the home renovation. We realize we're always borrowing a trailer from a friend for hauling furniture, picking up building supplies, and trips to the dump, if it was available. We found the Casey Trailer Sales in Grinnell. Josh showed us all the options the Casey Trailer Sales had in stock. Cargo, utility, and equipment are just a few. Josh helped us decide which trailer worked best for our needs. The Casey Trailer Sales in Grinnell had exactly what we were looking for and affordable pricing. Visit the Casey Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories or call 641-990-2674. I'm glad we went with Casey, and you will be too. Right now, over 110 stock Sylvania LED bulbs are on sale at Menards. Sylvania LED bulbs replace a 60-watt incandescent and last up to 11,000 hours. Start cutting down your energy costs today with Sylvania LED bulbs. Available in soft white, daylight, or bright white temperatures. Right now, get a four-pack of LED bulbs for just $5.99 each. Find other great deals going on now. During Menards Priced Right Sale. Save big money at Menards. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! 
I submit Exhibit A. DirecTV select all included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B. Monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C. Reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 12117. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. This is a show where we take more calls than any other talk show in North America. The reason is, is we talk about you right in front of you every day. So thanks for being here. The Dave Ramsey Show on the Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. Count it down. Let's hear a great debt-free scream. Right. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free! Yeah! It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back about halfway through the show here on a Friday. Friday fun continues as we uh, are talking gambling today, talking about the degenerate life that I lead. Got to have action on something seemingly every single night. Even if you shouldn't be, you start betting CFL. You start betting some ridiculous things. I told you the story of my first bet that I ever made earlier today. Some baseball numbers. Getting into some baseball numbers as we start the second half here tonight. Starting with the simplest. Who's going to win the World Series, right? And as you look at the standings, as you've watched baseball through the first half, you make your argument either for the Dodgers and the Astros, and no surprise, those two teams are the favorites. The Dodgers plus 350, bet 100, win 350, and the Astros are plus 450 if you go on them. Then the Red Sox are plus 550, 7-1 for the Indians, 8-1 to for the Nationals, and finally you get to the team that was the favorite before the season began, the Chicago Cubs 
nine to one to win the whole thing. You want to go with the other Midwest teams? Well, you can get the Brewers at twenty-seven to one, uh, the Royals at forty to one, the Twins at sixty-five to one, also the Cardinals at sixty-five to win to win the whole thing. And well, if you want to just light your money on fire, you can get the Giants at a thousand to one, Padres three thousand to one, and the Phillies five thousand to one. Save your money. You're not going to hit anything there. A couple other baseball numbers here uh, wanted to break down, including the divisions. I, I love division odds. I love betting division odds before the season. Do it every single year. In fact, I was looking last week at uh, the numbers that we threw out there and, and the picks that I had before the year. A solid start to things, but a solid start doesn't mean anything. A bad second half can erase it very, very quickly, as I've learned. Uh, let's see what I had, though. I gave you... Uh, Baltimore was my pick in the AL East. I love them over 81. That's not looking very good right now. The Angels under, that's looking solid. The Cubs under, that's looking very good. The Rockies over, pretty good shape right there. Uh, Overall, not awful, not terrible. Can't complain about it. Here's the odds, though, for the divisions as it sits. You want to bet on the Nationals to win the East? You got to lay 1,000 to win 100 bucks back. The Cubs are still the favorite to win the NL Central. Minus 170. That means you got to bet $170 just to get 100 back. The Brewers plus 125, and the Cardinals at 8-1. to one. Boy, there's a couple Cardinal bets that are still out there. I still have belief in, and there's been a lot of talk about the Cardinals making a move. You know, making a move or two come trade deadline time. And, and if that's the case, you know, what they're going to do. That, it's something to keep an eye on. I might take a shot somewhere on the Cardinals. I don't know if I'll do it for the division. Eight to one, I think, is pretty juicy there. Twenty-five to one to win the National League. I kind of like that one. Also, tell you, there's a lot happening, a lot going on as they go out there and and looking for some new assets. There's been talk of some rentals, or even going deeper than that for the Cardinals. Jose Quintana, one of the names that was on the list before he goes. Uh, to the Cubs. The Cardinals also are said to have interest in Josh Donaldson from the Blue Jays. That would be a, a fit that makes a whole lot of sense. A lot still can happen, and it looks like they are open for business in St. Louis. A couple more here on the baseball front. Uh, the Dodgers, you got to lay, uh, what, minus 1,800 for them. Woof. Uh, to win the National League West. Let's go to the American League Central. Still, Indians. Minus 500, 4 to 1 for the Royals, and 8 to 1 for the Twins to win it. Save your money. The Indians are still the best team in that division. It's silly to even go deeper than that. So, another story here. As we're going through and having some fun here on Friday, fun with gambling stories. I'll tell you a story from Las Vegas. I love Las Vegas. I, I love going out there. It used to be an annual group trip for my buddies from Iowa City. And we'd go out there and be buffoons and be morons and, and do all the stupid guys and guys in their 20s uh, do when you're in Vegas, right? We did that for a number of years, and now everybody has kids and wives, and it doesn't happen like it once did. But one of the first times I went out there, I'm a bit younger than that group, three, four years younger than most of the guys in the group. And so they had all moved on. I was still in school. And they had a little more money than I did. Still the case today. But they uh, were going around and buying buying rounds. So it came to my time. And at the time, 
about half our group was out there. So there's probably seven, eight of us out of the 12 to 15 that would show up every year. We'd always go out Memorial Day weekend. So I'm up there and, and doing the math and let's see, uh, seven Bud Lights at $10. That's 70 bucks there. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's see. All right. Take away from this fun. Skip this meal. Okay. Yep. Yeah, okay, okay. I'll do it. It's my turn. And I, everybody else had already bought. So, all right. I'll go up there. So, I'm sitting there waiting. Luckily, it's early in the trip, so I had not lost all my money. Well, well, I better throw a little bit. Busy bar. Now, I got to throw 20 bucks into the old blackjack machine here. All right? So, do that. And I'm going... Money's dwindling down. Finally order, get my beers coming. There's a uh, attractive lady next to me. And cute. Not, not hot, not smoking. Nothing like that, but eh, cute girl. Strike up a conversation. Talking, playing. Keep hitting the buttons. All right, this is a waste of 20 bucks as it's dwindling down. In fact, down to my last 50 cents, I believe it was. Da, 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 comes across. All right, I'll keep this ace and this king. Oh, and they're, they're suited. And what do I hit on my last 50 cents? A royal flush. A royal flush. So all of a sudden I go from how am I going to figure out how to, how to pay for these 10 beers, these seven beers, to oh, I'm, I'm flush with cut, uh, money. Look at all this cash I got coming my way. It really wasn't a whole lot, but for me at the time, it certainly seemed that way. And so the girl comes over. I say, hey, get her one, too. Look at me. What a dork. So this cute girl comes over with us. Introduce her to the friends. Oh, Condon. Oh, look at you. And after, I would say, three to four minutes of conversation and figuring out the group around and and everybody kind of chiming in, I very quickly realize... This is not a flirtation the way that I normally think of it. You know where I'm going, guys? And I finally had to say it. I finally had to say to this young lady, I don't mean to be rude. And if you take this the wrong way, I completely understand. But we're heading down a road. And I just let her know that I do not pay for services rendered. If you know what I mean. And I think you do. Very politely, she stands up, says, no, I completely understand. And walks away. And that was that. Vegas, baby. Vegas. What a place. What a time to be alive. 515-264-1700 with your gambling stories. Vegas stories, there's always good ones. I was out there one year during that time. Like I said, it was Memorial Day. So always the NBA playoffs were happening. Yeah, the Indy 500 uh, hit a $10 bet one year on Dan Weldon when he was, I want to say something like 22 to 1, something like that. That was an awesome year. I was all pumped up about that one. I'm a cheap $10 bet and making a couple hundred bucks out of it. There's always something happening, always fun time with the NBA playoffs. Tons of Laker fans always out in Vegas during that time period, during the early to mid-2000s. And one of the years we're out there was LeBron. The year that he hit a buzzer beater, a three, to either tie the game or win the game. I want to say it tied it, put it into overtime, if I remember correctly. It was with the Cavs, maybe against the Magic, something like that. Somebody have to fact check and help me out 
on that one. But sitting at a blackjack table, and the way the place exploded, I had my eye on it, I had my stupid $10 bet standard on the ball game and, and figured it was over because I was on the Cavs side. But the explosion when something like that happens, it's, it's something you just can't recreate. And that leads down the road to what I would love to see. Would it be great for us to be able to do that at Prairie Meadows, to be able to go to Wild Rose, to go wherever it is, and have that kind of environment? Is it a time? Maybe it's just because it's me and I love gambling. But with all the things out there, with all the negativity, sports wagering, the amount of money that could be made just in terms of taxation, it makes a lot of sense. With finances getting tighter and tighter within state budgets, open it up. People are gambling. They're gambling offshore. They're gambling with the bookie. Bring it in-house. Regulate it. Make it easier for the everyday Joe, the dork like me that wants to throw 20 bucks on a ball game, to just do it. It can happen. And you can make it very simple. I hope we're heading down that road. More and more people believe that we are. Let's get out to the hotline. You can join us again, 515-264-1700. We go out to line number one. You're on Jimmy B and TC. Who's this? What's up, man? This is Chris. Hey, what's up, Chris? How's it going, man? I got a great gambling story. So about right. uh, 12 years ago, I was taking a lovely lady out on a first date. We were here in town. This wasn't in Vegas. We were here in town. Okay. And we go. We hit one of the restaurants over in Jordan Creek. We have a great time. You know, we're really hitting it off. We get done. Being the unprepared man that I am, I have nothing set up after dinner. I wasn't sure how it was going. Uh-huh. Second, we get in the car. I turn the key over, and what do I hear? Prairie Meadows Race Trucking Casino. <laughs> I look to her. I say, hey, what do you think? She's like, sure. I don't, I don't really gamble. I'd love to go out there. We go out there. I had a machine that I'd hit every once in a while when I'd go out there and watch the horses. It was number five. The machine number five and the Diamond Blazing Sevens, you know? So we All walk right. in. We walk in, I say, hold up, this is my machine. She's like, what are you talking about? Like, I just play this machine every time I come. I threw $10 in, max bet, so a $3 max bet. Boom, one spin, I hit the progressive jackpot for like $1,700. First spin in Prairie Meadows, okay? So I'm I'm calm and cool and collective. I'm waiting for the lady to come over. The, the young lady I'm with is freaking out. She's already on the phone with friends. Oh, my gosh, I'm on a date. I just won $1,700. <laughs> Needless to say, I we cash out. I give her a second cash. We go play blackjack. She starts loving it. <clears throat> I leave, leave her at the table. She met some nice, some other nice gentlemen. They were teaching her. We had a blast. We left up a grand. Fast forward to 2017. That is the wife of my beautiful daughter, and life ah. is good, brother. That is awesome. See? Heck look, yeah. Look, look what gambling can do. That's all we I, need. More legalized gambling. You. I'm so with you on the sports gambling, man. It is time, you know. I mean, why not? We need we need to find ways to tax the public, and we're these are willing participants. I don't see why we don't do it. Chris, do you wager uh, on sports? Uh, yeah, from time to time. I'm yeah. a football fan, for sure. Off, offshore or with a book? Uh, I, I got a friend. You got a friend. Okay. I got a friend that I've had since the 90s. So there you I, go. It's good. Yeah. I mean, pretty much, I, I'm going to guess of the audience here, 80% of people have gambled, sports wagered at some point in their life illegally. And I, I'm not talking about the office pool with the NCAA tournament, but done something like that, at least at some point. It happens all over the place. It is time. 
it is time. If people are going to do it, let them do it. But, no, I guess I it goes it. deeper than TC, that. TC, maybe you need to start the grassroots movement. Yeah. We need to get this going. You think I got that pull, Chris? Well, if you don't, Jimmy B does, right? <laughs> Just ask him. He'll tell him he does. <laughs> Chris, be right, good. Man, hey, good enjoy one. the story. Weekend, you too. That's Chris checking in. How about that? Prairie Meadows. Starts the date off at Jordan Creek. Takes the trek over to the eastern side of Polk County. Hit $1,700, and just like that, wife, kid, wagering, bringing us all together. We're coming back on the other side. We're going to go to something a little bit more wholesome now. My gambling stories will go in the rearview mirror, and, and folks, I got a lot of them. I, I could sit here. I could have done this for the full three hours. Bad beats, Vegas stories, stories from Prairie Meadows, stories all over the place. Going up north, up in Northwood, you ever been to that casino? Ho. Oh. Oh, they're, they're, you look at some people watching. Woo, doggy. There's some people watching to have up there by my old stomping grounds in Northwood right before you cross over into the Minnesota border. Stories galore. We're going to go to the wholesome route. We're going to talk some high school baseball. The top-ranked Johnston Dragons, they get things started in sub-state tonight. And their head coach, Michael Barta, he's my guest on the other side. A little high school baseball talk on the other side, Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Up to 50% off hot deals with Dell's Black Friday and July sale? Are you kidding me? That's huge. Dell has all the technology you need with an amazing selection, including the latest Dell PCs with Intel Core processors, booming clicks audio, and so many great electronics. Shop big Black Friday and July deals by visiting dell.com slash bfjuly. You could save up to 50% on select products by calling 800 by dell Mary, you're glowing gold. I know, I joined the Fuel Rewards program and got rewarded with instant gold status at Shell. And now your body radiates gold? Yes, and I save five cents a gallon on every fill every day. Five cents a gallon? Wow. And gold is all the rage this season. Oh, yeah. Get rewarded with instant gold status at Shell with the Fuel Rewards program. It's free to join. So join now at fuelrewards.com slash gold. Restrictions apply. Active gold status required. Introductory offer valid for six months after activation. Limit 20 gallons at participating Shell stations. See fuelrewards.com slash gold for full details. Doesn't actually turn bodies gold. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee 
And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two Go Anywhere pillows and free shipping. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines Metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. A roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Back at it once again. We'll take you up until 3 o'clock today, this evening. Kicking things off with the Iowa High School State Tournament sub-state round in Class 4A. The smaller classes, Class 1A and 2A, have already started up. Sub-state game number one for the top-ranked team in the state is against Des Moines Hoover. The Dragons bring a 36-3 record into the sub-state round. And joining us right now, the head man from Johnston, he is Michael Barta with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Coach, what's going on? Hey, thanks for having me, Trent. Pumped to be here. Well, excited about another great uh, season in the books. Regular season flies by, as always. Uh, Haven't been able to see nearly the amount of games as I have in past, but I've stopped out to a couple of different places this year. I just can't shake that high school baseball. And and you guys have been one of the great stories in the CIML this year. Uh, Coach, tell us a little bit. You came in with big expectations, and at least through the regular season, you guys have really answered every question throughout. Yeah, we had some, some good returners from last year. So I think there, with that comes some expectations. And I, I'm blessed with a great group of seniors that are amazing kids and amazing leaders. And so it's led us to a couple more wins than maybe we thought we'd have, that's for sure. Well, you guys have gone through a great season, no doubt. And I'm sure one of the first people that people talk about with your squad is a guy that will be with the Hawkeyes next year, Jack Dreyer, has put together a great season on the mound. Some injuries kind of derailed things a year ago. He's been back out there very solid and, and also doing some work for you out in the field as well, swinging the bat well and playing some defense for you guys. Yeah, he's been a been a key contributor to our team for sure. We knew that going in. He's uh He's, a, he's just a great kid that's obviously really talented and hopefully will help the Hawks here over the next couple of years and 
Um, no, no doubt. He's been our one on the mound, and uh, we're throwing him tonight. And uh, but, but what's really surprised us is going into the year, like you said, we plan on him being a big-time pitcher for us, but he's really been a great stick in our lineup and done an amazing job in center field. I mean, I'd take him over any center fielder in the state, that's for sure. Covers a lot of ground out there. Another kid I wanted to get your thoughts on, Coach, and you guys, depth has been a big thing, but I remember a year ago seeing Peyton Williams for the first time uh, during his freshman campaign, put up some huge numbers, is doing it again for you. You've had a lot of great th- uh, players that have come through that program and, and all the success that you guys have had at Johnston, but, but a kid that looked the part right away as a freshman, you know, 14 years old and out there just looking like he belongs at the varsity level. Have you had a kid that was that ready that early come through and be able to perform at this high of a level? Well, it helps he's like 6'6", 200 pounds. <laughs> yes. I mean, that, that's, that really helps. But, uh, <laughs> no, he he's a great kid again. And the biggest thing about him that people don't realize is that um, – not only is he a great player, but he, his hits are at key moments. You know, he's got seven bombs in the year, and three or four of those are go-ahead bombs for us. I mean, one huge one in the Dowling game off of Prokes. And, I mean, I think it's, he's just as clutch as he is just a great baseball player. So I love that about him. He's a great competitor. You guys uh, are the top-ranked team. A lot of people had you number one coming into the season as well. So uh, with that happening, you know there's going to be that target on your back. Though it's different. You guys played a ton of regular season games this year. You have the depth in the pitching staff to be able to do that. But now as you get ready for tonight and the start of playoffs, and we've seen some huge upsets throughout the years early on in these sub-state rounds. Uh, we've seen a, a great East team knocked off early. You never know what could happen. It is baseball, and it's one and done. Is there any talk before this starts tonight for you guys with Hoover about that? Hoover is one of those teams that have pulled off one of those big upsets in past years. Do you talk about that at all, or do you just say, hey, we're 36-3, and we know what we can do, we know what we need to do as a team? Well, you, you, you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, that's what's, that's what's kind of interesting about sub-state and even state play in, that, in the state of Iowa is, you know, we're pretty deep. We have a lot of great pitchers, guys that, you know, we're not going to mention on the radio here that have put up great ERAs on the year. And, you know, I have a guy that's like my number three or four who's like 6-0. and yeah. And um, But when you get to the postseason, like you said, it's one and done. And so, yeah, it's scary. It's scary. It makes you nervous as a coach. And, but I really believe in our guys. I told them last night, it's not really so much about what Hoover's going to do. They're going to come out and they're going to play hard. I, I really respect their coach. Great guy. New guy over there. Uh, Joe does an amazing job. But uh, I just really believe in if we play our style of baseball, we'll be successful. And so we're just going to control what we can't control. We're going to come out, play good defense, pitch it well, and try to get some good swings off. And hopefully that puts us in the driver's seat and we win this first game. Talking with Michael Barta, head coach of the Johnston Dragons. They get ready for tonight. It'll be Hoover on tap. And uh, then with the win, you guys are the top seed. That means you get a bye. Do you like the way that they've configured the sub-state? There's been different ways that they've done it throughout the years. This one has been in place now for quite a while. Six teams at the 4A level in each of the sub-states, each, each of the eight across the state. Everybody plays in the opening round, then the top remaining seed gets a bye to the championship. Do you like the system that's in place right now? Well, if you're the one seed, you got to like the system. <laughs> sure. I mean, let's be honest. You know, you cut one of those games out, you only have to play two. Uh, but, you know, you know, if they ever did make a change, I wouldn't mind seeing a series, like a three-game series to get to Principal Park. I mean, playing at Principal Park is one of the most – it's one of the, the greatest 
moments of a kid's life. Yeah. And so, you know, once in a while, I wish it could be a series that can really show, you know, when you play 40 games in the regular season, that's a test of your depth and, you know, your ability to show up every night. And in the postseason, sometimes, especially with Dubai, I mean, our team's got to come out and win two games and we can throw the same guy both days if we want to. And uh, is that necessarily a test, uh, a, a test of our depth or are we the greatest team? I don't know. But, you know, we put ourselves in the driver's seat with a great regular season to get the one seed. So we've earned that, and, and we talk about that during the regular season, the importance of the one seed, and, uh, you know, it just puts you in a little bit better position now in the postseason. Yeah, that series idea, I really like that one in, in testing the depth. I remember last year I called the sub-state final with Southeast Polk, the two-time defending champion at the time, against Roosevelt. And you saw from the get-go they just didn't have it that night, and just like that, their season is over. It can happen so quickly. You guys have been on both ends of that one. I remember calling uh, your comeback win. What was that, against Urbandale a few years back, coming back and getting to the state tournament? Yep, yep, 2014, yep. 2014, one of the wildest games that I have ever covered in any sport and the great comeback for Johnston. Uh, and, and with that, another question that I've always wondered from your perspective, when you get to the state tournament, you guys have been there multiple times the schedule at the 4A level, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, uh, makes it difficult, much more taxing, and it does really depend on that depth. Would you like to see a little bit more lead time, or do you think it is set up in a way where uh, the way that the system's in place, the one-and-done mentality, you do have to have that depth? Do you like the 4A tournament schedule when you get to state? Absolutely love it. I think it. I think it's exactly what we need. So if we're going to win a state title, if anybody's going to win a state title, you're going to talk about potentially four to five to six guys in order to do it. I mean, you can roll out three starters, and so you could probably do it with three guys, but they also have a pitch limit as well. So, you know, they get up around in in the hundreds, you're going to yank those guys out. So we've really viewed it as developing as much pitchers as possible in our 9-12 program. And I think that the schedule of Wednesday, Friday, Saturday allows a team that wins it to say, hey, we're deep. We've developed pitchers. We've really worked hard at this thing. We've earned the title. So I think it's a great schedule. I, I think the whole system down at Principal Park the state puts on is awesome. With that, uh, change this year in baseball, Michael Barta, the head coach of the Johnson Dragons, with us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Uh, the pitch count change, how big of an impact has that made for you guys as a staff, what you do? It is uh, certainly a little bit different than what we've seen in the past as you go through and try to figure out the number of pitches that you have for each of the guys. And, and I've talked to a couple of different people who says really the biggest thing is you got to have a lot of arms. you got to be ready to go with the changes that have been implemented here in the state of Iowa and across the country. Well, I think it's fun, and I think it's good for kids. I mean, I don't, I've never wanted to throw a kid too many pitches or bring him back too early. It's a really good opportunity to make your program a full 9-12 program. It's a good opportunity for younger kids to get an opportunity. I think we've thrown 14 different pitchers this year, which is awesome. And uh, it's going to allow me to bring some of the kids that threw this year back next year, and they have some experience. Um, I do know, though, I'm talking from a school that's a good size. And so it's a little bit harder on the 1A, 2A schools to you know, go out there every night and be competitive. You know, I know that's hard on them, but... You know, they may make adjustments to their schedule moving forward, but in the 4A CIML, you know, life, it's it's a good thing. It's a really positive thing for 4A baseball, I believe. Yeah, and I've heard that a lot. Uh, I believe one of the coaches, maybe Woodward Granger, had talked about, you know, we're going to have to pull back our schedule, but we're going to have to develop guys that 
it normally probably wouldn't be a varsity pitcher, but you got to go even at that level, six, seven deep. You got to be able to have a bullpen, and, and it's different and a good thing. More opportunities to be out there in the bump. Coach, you know it. I know it. Being on the bump, it's a fun thing, even if you're not very good like I was. Oh, man. If there's no better place to have the game in your hands every pitch, I yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, uh, Coach, it's going to be a fun tournament again. You guys come in as the favorite, the number one ranked team in the state, the Johnston Dragons. Uh, you've seen a lot of great teams throughout the CIML as it happens each and every year. Who are some of the teams you're expecting to compete with, some of the teams to uh, keep an eye on as we make our way down to Principal Park? Well, this is probably not the answer you're looking for, but I am just impressed every year with the coaches in the CIML, whether it's the Metro coaches or, or the you know, suburban coaches, you know, and, and I just, it's really hard to say who's the best team night in, night out. I mean, it seems like every night we come to the park, there's a chance we could lose to any of the teams we play. We put up a good record this year, but we played a lot of tight games. And so, you know, I just look at our sub-state in general. I mean, there's some talented kids with some good coaches and some guys that really can really play. So I'm worried about let's win the night here. Let's try to be over, and let's see what happens from there. But otherwise, you know, we've ran into some tough teams this year. Rocky's always good over there with Coach Dirk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Valleys of the world have so much talent that they can always, you know, win a couple games and be back in the state tournament. Um, I've been impressed with a lot of teams. We, we ran into Indianola on a weekend, and they have a couple kids that are just studs. I mean, there's a lot of great teams out there, a lot of great talent. And more than anything, the pitching this year in 4A baseball is unbelievable. You can get shut out by uh, a ton of different guys all throughout the league. So, A lot of depth, as always, and, and a fun year in the CIML. It starts tonight with the 4A sub-state round and then a couple weeks away from the state tournament down at Principal Park. As always, Coach, good catching up with you again, and uh have a feeling our cro- our paths may cross a time or two before we get down there. i got to get out and see a little more baseball, and i got to see your Dragons in action. You bet. We'll take any time, Trent. All right. That's Michael Barta, the head coach of the Johnson Dragons, with us there. Great stuff and a great tournament. And if you haven't made it out, these are kids that don't get the same kind of pub that the football kids do, that the basketball kids do. It's a labor of love. I have loved calling games over the last now seven, eight years out there at the high school diamond. Weren't able to do it this year. Going to be at state softball, though, next week and hoping to do a little something with state baseball. The kids deserve it. It is a great time. Great baseball, and we are lucky here. We, we talk about, you know, the domination that we see from the Dowlings and the Valleys of the world in football, the success that we've seen in basketball. But baseball, it's another level. What we have in central Iowa in terms of the depth and the breadth of high school baseball, it's incredible. Great games being played every night around central Iowa. We'll come back on the other side, and we'll go over to talk some Cyclones. We've hit Hawkeye Talk Now it's time for Cyclone Talk. Matt Nelson, he's next on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. If you're a CPAP user, soap and water cleaning may leave harmful bacteria, viruses, and mold that can make you sick. That alone will keep you up at night. Until now, SoClean.com is the world's first and only automated, hands-free CPAP cleaner and sanitizer. SoClean kills 99.9% of all CPAP germs without soap, water, harsh chemicals, or even equipment disassembly. And now, you can try it risk-free for 30 days. Call 1-800-914-8787. SoClean changed the CPAP experience for the better. My health has improved. It's simple to use, and I'm not worried about infections. SoClean's revolutionary design makes it easy to clean your CPAP and protect you against CPAP-related illnesses. Plus, SoClean works with all popular CPAP devices to clean them in minutes. It really is that easy. Don't risk your health. Call SoClean.com now to try it risk-free for 30 days. Call 1-800-914-8787. This offer won't last. Call now. 800-914-8787. 800-914-8787. This is Shaquille O'Neal. And the Shaquettes. Reminding you that anytime. Anytime. Is a good time. Good time. For the cooling, drying, fresh scent of gold bond powder spray. Like after the gym. Or a crowded or golf. Or working with farm animals. Or a hard day's work. Like sports casting? You said it, ladies. Stay cool with Gold Bond Powder Spray. Stay cool with Gold Bond. <laughs> the Home Depot has a new idea. Free carpet installation that means free carpet installation. Clearing out furniture? Free. Ripping out old carpet? No charge. Hauling it away? On the house. No hidden fees, just free installation on carpet, $699 or more. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Valid on carpet price, $1 or more per square foot. Unique specialty items and requirements may be priced separately. Not valid in all markets. See homedepot.com for details. Our friends, August 16th. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Dave Ramsey, talking about your money and your life. You can do this. You know, that really is the message. Whether you've got $270,000 in student loan debt or $27,000. Whether you've got a $50,000 income or a $500,000 income. My name is Sharzad Kiade. I'm a Gemini Pescatarian, a mom of two wild little boys. I'm Susan Yara. I'm a mom of two also. This morning, I went to the bathroom alone. I woke up at five, put my boob in her mouth, and then she took a dump. Because that's what she uses me for. <laughs> that's what you're going to hear a lot of our stories and experiences in our crazy journeys to motherhood. It's fam for all moms, not for all dads, not fathers and moms, for all moms. It's going to be a good old time. You guys are going to want to stick around. Promise. So subscribe. 